Welcome to the show. It's Brandon Burns. This is the Team Up podcast and vodcast show. If you're listening, a very big welcome to you and also welcome to this week's episode. We'll dive into that very shortly. But just to remind everyone and encourage you all to review us on the iTunes store, you can also find us on Spotify, Stitcher and many other platforms. And also you can visit us at teamupdigital.com.au and get in contact with us at info at teamupdigital.com.au. So that's enough from us for now, but on to the weekly show. But thanks again, it's Brandon from the Team Up Show, and enjoy. See you on the other side. All right, so welcome back everyone to one of our very new episodes of our podcast. It's also our vodcast as such, so we're going to share this with you on video as well and across social media. And with me is a very special guest from Geelong's uh, boutique builder Enzo Homes, Director Lee Selkrig. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, Brennan. Now, am I saying your last name right? Yes. Lee Selkrig. Correct. May I ask what the background is? Ethnicity? Uh, I've got no idea. No oh, idea? I've got a little bit of an idea, but... Um, yeah? It sounds potentially is it Croatian or Macedonian? No, apparently, Krig means war in German, but yep. I'm sure people can comment and correct me on that. But yeah. Um, yeah, I've got a feel it might be Scottish somewhere along the line. Very nice. Beautiful hair. Yeah, <laughs> and um, tell me right because the people watching at home and viewing this are um, a big, big, big part of our audience is Geelong people. But so, tell me about your your move to the region and uh, where you're initially from. Uh, initially from Coldstream, which is way out past the Lillardale. A winery country. Yeah, yeah. Um, wasn't like that back in the day growing up. <laughs> but, changed um, a lot. Yeah, it's changed a lot. Um, me and my wife used to visit. Down this way, when yeah. we sort of first got together and always wanted to move down here. Uh, obviously, um, our industry wasn't as strong as it is now, so yeah. there wasn't the job opportunity there. But as soon as, um, yeah, as soon as we took the plunge, yeah, uh, yeah, the, I didn't want to go to Cranbourne or Doreen or yep. Werribee or no, fair enough. Uh, anyway, uh, Sunbury, so Geelong was definitely the go-to. Yeah, there's something about Geelong. Like I'm a Geelong person born and bred, and um, there's good parts and bad parts, but for me, I really like the um, the laid-back nature and the the area, the space that's available. You know, like you can be at the beach in 10, 15 minutes. You're not far from the beach. You live in that part of town, yeah? Yeah, not far, but I wouldn't know where it is. Uh, <laughs> You're going to get down there often, mate. Nah, nah. I'm guilty of the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> So um, I first met Lee around about oh, six months ago. We were running a networking event in Armstrong Creek. And um, I'd actually just embarked upon the process of building um, house and land myself. And uh, I met Lee along the journey. And obviously since I've um, seen him at networking events and we've, um, we've grown to know a bit more about each other and our businesses. And I thought I'd take this opportunity, especially with this podcast, to invite Lee in and to share his story about how um, he's grown his business but more importantly about um, how you started your business and how you, you were able to take that plunge and really go, okay, I'm all in, I'm going to do this, and, and obviously how you've managed to take it to the point at which you have today. So I'm hoping that um, people watching and listening can really get an understanding of how to set up um, your own building company and how to maybe progress from being a builder or a subby uh, yourself and taking that next step. And um, I think people draw a lot of inspiration from that because on the outside looking in, your business looks really professional. You, you know, you've got the branding set up, um, the product's fantastic, and, and the goodwill and the word around town's, um, you know, top notch. So I think people are going to get a lot out of that. But maybe what we'll do is we'll strip it back first and we'll just talk about um, sort of at an educational level, maybe from high school, how you sort of developed 
an affinity for the industry you're now in, or maybe you didn't, and how you maybe fell into it and came to sort of develop a passion and then a career in building. Yeah. Um, I, with school, I sort of um, wasn't really the type for, I suppose, academic. Um, yep. I think these days schools do it a lot better, um, reaching to different learners. Um, yeah. Now with my eldest at school, but back in the day I was just a teacher at the front and you did, everyone learns the same way. Which is clearly not for everyone we're, no, we're finding out. especially these days. Um, so, yeah, I, I wasn't really a bad student or anything. I just didn't really listen or take it in. Yep. Um, it didn't help that I thought I was going to play cricket for Australia or yeah. AFL. How close did you get, man? Nah, no, no way. You might be I'll in with half a chance now. <laughs> yeah. I sounds like the team's going to be uh, disbanded almost. Yeah. By the time this goes to air, you're probably all going to be aware of the ball tampering allegations over in South Africa. But um, yeah, okay, awesome. So so academic, you know, school wasn't really for you. However, you, you finished through year 12, obviously. No, I did. Um, it was the first year of VCAL. I'm not sure if you're yeah. aware of that. But yes. I took that on. Um, in, that was year 11. Finished that. Wow. And, yeah, just finished and started. Was, I worked up to 10 different jobs. Really? With different industries, plumbing, like making real estate boards and wow. Hungry Jacks and... Uh, printing company, um, packing boxes. So this, um, the skill set, the broad uh, skill set and experience you've gotten from that has served you well? Yeah, like everywhere I worked, I've learned something. Um, mm. But yeah, I lost a bit of since uh, working, packing yeah. boxes. This is fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I love it. No, the, the audience is really going to connect with this. So yeah, I think one thing I've done throughout... Um, in life, every mistake I've sort of made, I've drawn something out of it. Um, yeah, obviously, brilliant. losing your life, is, a license is not the greatest thing, but yeah. um, turn that into a positive. Um, I couldn't get to work where I was. Yep. It, was a, it was a pretty good job. Um, so, yeah, I went to, there was a train station near the TAFE for yep. um, carpentry and bricklaying and that. So, oh, okay. I just... Yeah, thought I'll just do a pre-apprenticeship in carpentry and while well, my licence is suspended and, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, was, I always liked building and stuff, like at yeah. school and that, and, um, yeah, enjoyed it. Did my pre-apprenticeship, got my licence back, um, got a job, an apprenticeship um, yep. in frame all, all carpentry. living at home with yeah. sporty parents. Yeah, yep. yep, and then I moved out not long after I got me, started my apprenticeship with, with my now wife, Holly. So, so you, you learn a lot of lessons early and young yeah, uh, yeah so i mean i guess you've only lived the one life but would you say looking back on what you're able to experience both good and bad at an early stage has really helped yeah. speed things up for you yeah absolutely do, do you mind if i ask how old are you now uh 31 31 yeah. and how many kids two two kids and when did you start enzo uh january 2016 but i quit wow. my job uh in november 2015 it was the day after or the day of me second being born. Wow. I was meant to quit that day, but, but it came early, so <laughs> it didn't go into work that day, but um, yeah. Wow. So um, talk me through the process of uh, second baby being born, finishing an apprenticeship or being in the middle of one, and then starting your own business. Obviously, was there some planning or thinking in place prior to this, or was it a real spur of the moment decision? Uh, being on the tools or in frame carpentry, I knew that I didn't always want to be on the tools. Yep. So, um, well, yeah, my boss didn't know that, but um, mm-hmm. 
I, was that used as a bit of a motivation? Yeah, so I'd finished my time um, and then I went into the office side of construction. Um, so during me, what, what's that like? like estimating. With, estimating, yeah. I actually went, I tried to get an estimating job because um, I didn't have any computer skills or office knowledge or wow. my, my um, resume didn't read too well with the school yeah. and everything, so it was very hard. So I ended up taking a job. Um, with Timber Trust, which is a local down in John, but detailing their wall frames in an office in Camwell. Yeah. And in the meantime, I was still um, emailing out resumes and applying for estimated jobs. And eventually, I think it was about four months later, I got a job, lucky enough to get a job with Carlisle Holmes. Oh, fantastic. Um, who, yeah, I'm forever grateful for, for taking me on. And especially my manager at the time, uh, he was just yeah, excellent with yeah. the way he handled me and, and someone with... Um, sort of no computer knowledge, but yeah. he knew I had the um, practical knowledge, which is yep. in our industry, it's very hard to get someone who has both. Um, really? Why is that? Why do you think that is? Because uh, they're on the tools and they just stick with that forever and they think they can't change. Yep. Um, so being on the tools for a young guy, is that predominantly because it's in, it's enticing to do so because it's quite lucrative? Or oh, is at it the moment, also, it's lucrative, yeah. Okay. But, but is it also what you described as they don't, maybe don't think they could ever progress? Yeah. I mean, the industry and everyone's hungry at the moment. Like the, all the big guys, they're all they're hungry for for young talent, people that know practical. So yep. if you're comfortable to go outside your comfort zone, um, yep. I would encourage anyone to just yeah. Th- there's companies out there that are willing to sort of nurture you through the first three six months. I believe that's something you're maybe doing yourself at the moment with your stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we yeah we've got a uni graduate through and mm-hmm. um yeah we send him out every every uh second week on site just to get that real practical experience to understand what goes on site because it's very different it's a weird industry um you've got relationships on site which are very different to the ones inside the office yeah you gotta have different personalities almost and and just understand the urgencies of things yep the subbies are on site they don't get paid per hour they get paid Per job, so mm-hmm. the more efficient we are with materials on site and organisation, it's mm-hmm. very important. And if the people in the office don't understand that, because we get paid every day no matter what yep. type of thing, um, so yeah, yeah, okay, excellent. So tell me about the the core elements or the core pieces that that you've used to grow your business to get to where it is now. So is it is it good staff or is it particular growing particular roles or um like a sales team or an estimation team or is it just um going to market with a really good brand or is it about immersing yourself in the community look i'm probably stirring a couple of things here that that resonate but you tell me like what what, looking back what are the things that have allowed you to grow this business properly and get it stable to now where it is uh it's probably a week Oh, I suppose we tried to come to the market with something different. Yep. Uh, to expand upon that for me, is it more of a boutique? Uh, the floor plans, I think at the time it was they're different. They're, uh, we still get comments that are different. I think everyone's, I'm not saying we let it, but um, yeah. there are other builders out there sort of doing the same thing now. But I feel, um, yeah, we tried to come to the market with something different. I wanted a brand. I didn't want Lee Homes or Selkirk Homes. I wanted a brand that people can yep. um, get involved with and feel it. And yeah, just like Nike and Apple and everything, it means something to, to everyone and to us. Yeah. And yeah, immerse ourselves in the community. Like not being from Geelong, uh, we yeah, I 
I love it down here. So I think that's been a massive yeah. thing and just being so passionate about what we do or what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just think if you're going to choose anything, it has to be what you're passionate about rather than what's, totally. what's yep. hot at the moment or the latest yep. government grants come out where the money's going to come or yep. the latest fad on, on the internet. You, 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 you're going to get tested in business, whatever you do, and if you're not passionate, you'll just give up. So yeah, that's the only thing that's got us through to this point, no doubt. Yeah, great. So tell me about um, the Geelong region and um, how it's benefited your business with growth. And look, I say that because um, I've just built myself in Geelong and I, I chose to do it out in a growth area of um, Mount Dunedin, near you know, Armstrong Creek and, and towards that area. And I'm not sure, I think you might even um, have a few properties out that way as well. But talk to me about the, the growth of the region and where you see it heading in the next you know, 12, 24 months or even beyond. Oh, it's pretty exciting out there. Um, I mean, for traffic, it's not, but I know um, the Parliament's working on Bowenhead's Road. Yep. There's a new development just launched on the other side of Bowenhead's, opposite the Warralily Shops. Um, and the new shop is obviously open there now, but they've got the big city centre where the tram... Yes. Or tra- it's light rail um, proposed to go through. That's apparently the first stage is going to be delivered next year. Uh, sorry, twenty first st- uh, quarter of twenty twenty. So uh, it's exciting. Um, yeah. yeah, just hopefully it stays affordable for people to still yeah. come down. Yeah, but totally. Melbourne's um, yeah getting out of control, so it's sort of pushing up the prices down here and yep. uh, even towards down Point Lonsdale and Ocean Grove and, and yep. all those areas. But um, so I'm, I'm a I'm a newlywed couple, or maybe I'm a a young person looking to invest. And um, I've really thought, yeah, long and hard about building. And, you know, I'm going down the dis- display home strip or I'm Googling and I'm looking for Geelong builders. What can that person expect when they walk through the doors of Enzo Homes that's really going to make them go, yep, I really want to go with these guys? Uh, I think anyone that comes in our office will find that our, especially our sales manager, Joanne, uh, we don't shove anything down anyone's throats. Yep. She's probably... Uh, the most technical-minded salesperson in the region. Um, obviously, I'm biased, but um, <laughs> we're very much about our clients and offering them all knowledge or that we have up front and let them make a decision yeah, totally. um, rather than try and um, just get a sale through the office and then later on, when they're not happy, cancel. Yep. So we want them to have everything up front before we take any deposit. Um, and that's the same with our e-book there. We just try and um, pinpoint a few things that you might experience going through other channels. But um, yeah, I just think when building a house, you just got to make it um, about yourself and your family rather than what's going to happen you know, in five years' time when you sell it or when something happens. It's, yep. Everyone's so caught up on about making money out of everything. I think I encourage, well, we encourage people to, to build it for, for your family now. Obviously, when, if you're yeah. planning to have kids or whatever, you've got a plan for that. Yeah, 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 we just think everyone comes to us, oh, I want 30 square house, I want this, I want that. And really, like, it's not really for them. It's for, yep. it's for you know, 10 years, 10 at a time. So it's never actually, yep. they're working every day for something, you know, yeah, that, so it's, it's, that they're it's not. Yeah. Building something that's part of someone's. Um, long-term you know family vision and, and that's going to impact their family yeah. ongoing yeah so tell me about a time it could be personally it could be in business where you faced 
a significant challenge. But I guess what's going to be more important for everyone watching and listening is um, how you overcame it. You know, like whether you put a strategy in place or whether you found a way to overcome something. And obviously you said you learned something from everything that's occurred in your life. But I guess especially people looking to follow in your footsteps would love to hear about not necessarily a moment of weakness, but a time when you've had a big challenge and they could probably relate, but you've managed to overcome it. Yeah, last year we had a number of site starts or, or jobs in the system where the developer's land title didn't go ahead as expected and then again and again and again. So we had a lot of site starts never occurred. Um, and so we Talk me through how that impacts your business with planning. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it was pretty um, vicious. We, we planned, um, we tried to be proactive by hiring um, and putting things in place for it and then it didn't occur so we're, we're obviously carrying a lot of uh, overheads for stuff that's not even happening on site so yep. that was a major challenge um, we um, sat down and, and worked out how we we're going to get through it and um, we decided to get a, a business coach and um, now we're heavily involved with that. And, mm-hmm. um, and Did you want to mention to everyone the business coach you use? And oh, I'll keep that to yeah, myself. No, yeah, well, of course that makes sense. <laughs> but I think the important take out there is having someone who's um, detached from your business in a sense but can help you work. Yeah. I mean, is that right? Yeah, not within just, it as much? Or? Yeah, I think um, a lot of people in our industry, everyone thinks they know everything. Yep. Um, and everyone, I think, in our staff group, we all know that we don't know everything. Yep. Um, is there something you guys do as a team to, to try and share the knowledge or to inspire new ideas, or do you guys make the time to do some, some team-building activities? Oh, or? we have a weekly meeting. Yep. Uh, we cross a number of... Areas every week, non-negotiable. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, we just everyone understands that if you don't know it, ask it. Don't just assume it. Gotcha. Uh, and work, bounce off the experts in their trade um, yep. and in their industry. Like, don't. Yeah, and then gather it all, and then go from there. Don't just think we we, we don't know everything. We're not. I'm yep. not haven't been around the longest. Um, so I think that's been one of the most refreshing things. Um, for people who work with us, mm-hmm. we don't try and muscle our way around and tell everyone how to do everything because we understand we don't know everything and we yep. appreciate all our trades and suppliers. And, and so, everything. tell me, right? What are you what are you reading at the moment, and who are you, you know, either following online or who do you draw inspiration from? I can't. I can read, but I can't. What are you listening take to? Take it in. So, listen to podcasts or audio I listen books to or YouTube. Yeah, what are you um, going to go at the moment? I listen to a lot of Steve Jobs. I know it's a bit yeah. cliche, but he's just... I, I reckon I've seen that video of his description of marketing yeah. doing the rounds like every day for the last couple of weeks. Steve Jobs. Um, Simon, I think it's Sinek. Yeah, he's, um, TEDx Talks. Yeah, yeah he's, he's pretty uh, inspirational, but... Um, Is there someone maybe closer to home in your uh, industry that you maybe... Uh, look up to or you're, you're aspiring to try and be like oh, I'm not trying to be like everyone I'm just I'm definitely pulling everything out of where I've been I mean Carl Holmes I've worked there for a little bit and I was only a production estimator but just the way they go about things that was a long time ago but yeah, um, yeah definitely there's someone I idol but um, yeah. so tell us about um, goals for 2018 for Enzo Holmes 
uh, I think it's just getting through our workload. We, we've, we've capped it at 36 site starts this year. Wow, okay. Um, we want to control the growth. We don't want to... Um, and then that's... We've worked out that's what our team can and can deliver. Yeah. Uh, if we take on any more, I think we'll fall short in servicing our customers. So we're definitely not just taking anyone that walks through the door. Um, and, yeah, our motivation or hashtag for this year is step up. At the start of the year, we had all those land titles pushed from last year into this year, so we had uh, a lot of work coming out at once and yeah. just pretty much put on everyone to, to sort of, yeah, this is our time. Mm-hmm. Like, this is where we sort of make, make ourselves, really. Yeah, yeah. excellent. So, yeah. And look, a question from, from my side of things, digital marketing and content and media and branding, what would be like the standout elements of um, the marketing that you've done in the past that you personally have noticed have really impacted and grown your business? Was it um, was it a really snazzy website? Was it search engine optimization? Was it Facebook? Um, yeah, because people starting business in your space are probably, and, and I've noticed that you've been very visible and, and pretty aggressive with your marketing. So if there's something you can share on what's worked for our audience, that would be unreal. Um. Well, for us, it's probably a little bit easier just with um, the land sales office. Obviously, yeah. everyone that wants to build a house has got to get some land. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the relationship with... Yeah, the relationship with all the land sales persons. Um, I noticed that all the brochures in there were A4 and glossy and uh, had a lot of text in it talking about how, how good everyone is and how good they are. And uh, So I specifically went about the way of making it bigger Yep, I've um, seen this. Matt, it's amazing, yeah. Amazing um, piece of collateral. Just more visual rather than... And we just have a little blow about each house. Um, rather That's a real than, point of difference. Yeah, uh, that, that that worked pretty well. Uh, our website, it was good. Good investment. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty much just... Yeah. No, that's great. Well, um, it sounds pretty comprehensive. It sounds like, although it's been a bit of a... Uh, right, let's go decision to start your business. It sounds like you've been quite methodical in your planning and your execution. Yeah, and, um, yeah passion pretty much drives it, really. Yeah. Like I said before, without it, it wouldn't be anywhere near as where it is now. Um, yeah. Excellent. So is there anything else that I haven't asked you or mentioned or maybe that you'd like to share with the audience before we wrap up? Um, yeah. I mean, you mentioned before... Um, for any tradies or anyone that's thinking of starting a business, what what would I say or what would I do? There's no perfect answer. There's no formula. There's there's nothing. It's it's all um, just making that decision now. Now's the time, especially in Geelong. It's all happening. This is this is a gold rush for our era. I think. Yep. I used to travel to Bendigo, Simonetta and Par back in the day. You know, you go to the museum and all that stuff, and you know, oh, wow, imagine living through the gold rush. Yep. Like, how good would that have been? And um, yeah, that's our that's our today construction. I think is is the Excellent. gold rush, and and that's what made me make the decision to do it. Just just make the decision. Don't try. You took action. Yeah. Don't take. You know, you can Imperfect do all the research, all the research in the world. It'll be it'll be past you by the time you've read it all. So, yep. If you just do it, um, and your passion will, will make you do silly things. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Yeah, so. All right, well, it's, it's Enzo Homes, yeah. E-N-S-O homes.com.au. Yeah, correct. Yep, so check it out. Uh, you'll see all of Lee's wonderful work and meet his team as well and maybe even make an appointment to come and say good day. 
and Lee Selkrieg from Enzo Homes, thanks for your time. No worries, thanks for And uh, yeah, look forward to sharing this all with you very soon. No worries, thanks Brandon, cheers. Another amazing episode here on the Team Up Show. Thanks so much to our wonderful guests. That's it for now, guys. But don't forget to rate and review us on the iTunes Store, on Stitcher and Spotify. And to get in touch with us, maybe you want to be one of our next guests or maybe you've got some suggestions for our content, we're more than happy to hear from you. You can email through at info at teamupdigital.com.au and find us across social media on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. For now, thanks so much for listening, guys, and we'll see you on the next episode.